Number four, don't work for money. Do not work for money from now till the end of your life. And I'm going to show you in the Bible. John chapter 6. Beautiful. Beautiful. Verse 1. We're going to have to read most of it. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. So when we go to Israel, you see a big sign, Tiberias. Lay your hand on your head. Father, let this child have a chance to go to Israel. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now notice, um, a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. So, are you with me? Are you with me? Jesus, they followed him because they saw the miracles he did on the diseased. But he's about to do something that I want you to listen. Are you you listening? It's something so powerful that the reaction to this was unparalleled in all of the ministry of Jesus. None of his miracles had this reaction. Yes. What we are about to see. Not not the healing of the blood. Even Lazarus, nothing had this effect. And like this miracle we are just about to see. Are you ready for it? Fasten your seatbelts. Just fasten your seatbelts. Okay. Have you fastened your seatbelts? Practice for your flight. You are going to be flying on planes. So practice. No space. Very good. Now, a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles. And Jesus went up on a mountain. Verse 4, quickly, 4 and 5. Yeah. And when the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was nine, and Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company. And he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? That's a question God is asking you today. Go back, leave my question, please. Where shall we buy bread? Like, how are we going to survive in 2020? How are we going to survive in 2025? It's a question Jesus is asking you. Huh? Where shall we survive? How are we going to build our house in 2022? How are we going to have money for school fees? How are we going to have money to, to live? To buy tickets, to marry, to do engagements. Hey. Or where are you going to get a beloved from? Hmm. How many are ready to? Some of you are going to marry from other nations. It's true. Listen, if my father from Ghana had not married my mother from another nation, I wouldn't be here today. It's true. So, some of us are going to marry from other countries. 
marry, you may be a black man, you may marry a white lady, just like my parents, and give birth to brown boys like me. Color brown. Your children will be color brown. Huh? Yes. In fact, in, in the one of the church I saw in the, a large church, a black pastor, everybody in the church was white. The pastor married a white, he married a white lady and all the members were white. Amazing. In Ukraine. I saw that. Amazing. Because when you marry from that country, it shows you love them. You love them so much that you've picked one of their flowers. Yes. Yes. Receive your international marriages. And when you marry, I don't want to hear any complaints. They say, oh, is there cultural differences? Cultural differences, this, this, this. Don't, don't even start. Tell somebody, don't even begin to start. There is no, there is no cultural differences. Just human differences. Normal man and woman. Women's and man's. But when you, when you choose somebody from a country, it's one of the things that tells, it's a message to the people that you like the people of this. And then the people say, oh, wow. Huh? He's one of us. They also tell them he's one of us. Let's follow him. Yes. So, open your hearts. You know, sometimes your husband is sitting right by you. Check your, your right or left. What's happening over here? They were told to look to your left or right. Who are those who are not looking to the left or right? Stand up, stand up. But in the preaching, we said look to your left. Why do? Where is the water? Next time, make sure you look to the left and to your right. All right. Sit down, please. Back to John chapter 6. This miracle, eh? Listen, this is the greatest miracle that received the wildest response. Yes. Yeah. No, there was no reaction to any of Jesus' miracles like this. And that's what I want to show you that this is what God is going to do for you as you said. That's why I'm telling you, don't work for money. Work for Jesus. Yes. All right. Now, Jesus answered, saw a great company and said unto Philip, but how did I get into this international marriage? It was just a prophecy that just came. Take it one. These are prophetic interjections. 
would a nice brown boy like me come into existence if there was no international marriage? Think about it. Yes. So open your heart and don't come up with any funny complaints. You are married. All right. Shh. Quiet. Verse 6. Then this he said to prove him. So that question, how are you going to survive in 2022, is a question to test you. It will always be the big test. It's the test for everybody. How will you live? How will you survive? How will you make it? It's a big test. Yes. That's your test. Right there. Philip answered and said, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that everyone may take a little. And that is the truth. No matter how much you have, it will not really be enough for what you need for the rest of your life. It's true. I've never really met anybody who doesn't need money. How many here need some money? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Raise your hand if like you really, really need money. Even some of the bishops who are visiting us have lifted up their hand that they need money. Now, one of his disciples, Andrew Simon Peter's brother said to him, there is a lad here, we have five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? Again, you see the human thinking. And Jesus said, Make the man sit down. So he he started the miracle. And the miracle started with melancholism. Arrange the people. So those of you whose things are not arranged. There are. There are things in your room that you don't know that you have. Because you have not arranged them. Some of you come out of your rooms. Looking so nice. No one can imagine that you came out of this explosion. You have clothes that you know not of. Shoes that you know not of. Money that is hidden somewhere that you know not of. Many things. So the miracle of provision started with melancholism. Arranging of your things and he made them sit down in 50s. Yes. And you will notice that before God does certain miracles, you must learn to arrange things. When God was going to make man, first he said, look, let's arrange things. Let there be a light for the day and then a light for the night. A greater light, a smaller light. Let us separate the waters from the land. Then let us separate the waters in the sky from the waters on the earth. So he arranged this. When he had finished arranging, then he brought his master creation, which is man, the last one, put it into the melancholy. So when you allow God to melancholically start arranging things, you are getting ready for the power that is going to come. So you see the confusion in the country the debt and the rubbish and so on, it shows you they are not ready for miracles. Yes, it's true. 
So start arranging your, your things. You'll be surprised. Your life will change. Yeah. Melancholism is a very important thing. Yeah. So he said, let them sit down. And there was much grass. So the men sat down in number 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them that were sat down. And likewise of the fishes as much as they would. And they were filled. And he said to the disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. He wanted to show them that everybody has eaten, including those who overeat and those who take two portions. How many have ever gone to for a lunch and seen that this man is taking too much? One of my pastors, he was a student in Russia. And there was this restaurant that you can eat all that you can. So, um, that was a restaurant that they always went to. Eat all you can. So, I think one day they went and they kept on going. I think they stayed for some hours eating and eating. Until the manager of the restaurant got up and shouted at them. What, what did he shout? Skoka Moshna. Skoka Moshna, which means it's enough. Skoka Moshna. What it? What it? Skoka Moshna. How much can you eat? So, what it means enough. And then Skoka Moshna. How much can you eat? In Moscow, they watched them. They ate. They went. They came. They went. They came. They came. Then the white man, the manager, came and said, "What it? Tell somebody what it? Skoka mojna. How much can you? So all these Skoka mojna people were eating the fishes, and after all of them, there were still twelve baskets left." That's showing the greatness of the miracle. Yes. Now, next. Therefore, they gathered together, them together, and filled 12 baskets with the barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then, listen, are you watching? Watch. It, it is. Maybe the greatest, I don't know, because I've never heard it preached that way, but you just watch. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, hey, this is of a truth that a prophet should come into the world. Verse 15. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of a truth that a prophet should come into the world. Now, when the Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Yes. This is the miracle that shocked the people to the point that they wanted to come and take him by force 
and make him catch him and say, you are a king. Our king. Yes. It's a very wild miracle. And what people don't realize is that Jesus doesn't do only miracles of healing. But he does miracles of provision. He provides for you. Amen. Now, let's continue reading. Verse 16. When the evening was come, his disciples went down to the sea. And my topic is don't work for money. He entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. Now it was dark and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. Verse 19. So when they had rowed about five and twenty furlongs, five and twenty furlongs. Now eight furlongs is a mile. Eight furlongs is a mile. And one mile is how many kilometers? 1.6 kilometers. So, three and 20 furlongs. So, it's like about 2.9 miles. Like three kilometers, four kilometers on the water. Four kilometers. Four kilometers. Four miles on the water. No, no, four kilometers. That's what they say, but it fell on. I'm telling you what it fell on is. So let's say four kilometers. Four kilometers? When we go tonight, tonight we're having fireside. By the fireside. When we go there tonight, it will not even be four kilometers. No. So maybe from here to there, maybe about a kilometer. Maybe. Yeah. Or a little more. So, so Jesus, I, I, Jesus came walking for four kilometers on the water. Look at it. <laughs> yes. Jesus is not a small person. No. That's why, you see, you, may, you don't know why they wrote 5 and 20 or 30 felons. Then they saw Jesus coming fast. And they were afraid. You, you should be afraid. You should be afraid. Who, who can walk on the water? That's why they were so shocked when he was killed on the cross. Yeah, because they couldn't, and this is a supernatural person. For three kilometers walking on the water. No, four kilometers. Four miles. <laughs> this one says this. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water. <laughs> Jesus was walking on the Walking on the water. Hey. Jesus is wild, though. Is Jesus wild to you? Is Jesus wild to you? It's very, 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 very wild. Yeah. 
Now, carry on. Next verse. Now, then they willingly received him into the ship, four kilometers into the water. And immediately the ship was at, was at the land where they went. Another miracle. You people, you've been saying in the name of Jesus, but you don't know the Jesus in whose name you have been saying. <laughs> mm. You've been saying in the name of Jesus, but you don't know the Jesus you are talking about. Yeah. Now, the day following, they received him and immediately the ship. Now, the day following, when the people who stood on the other side of the sea saw him and saw that there was no other boat there save the one where into his disciples were entered and that Jesus went not with disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. Are you with me? Like they realized that there was no boat that could have taken Jesus. There was only the disciples' boat there. So how did Jesus join them? Because he was not with them. So the walking on the water was not something that was done just for the 12 disciples. Neither was it done for five meters. It was done for four miles of walking on the water. With an, as soon as he entered the ship, the ship appeared immediately on the other land. So the miracles of Jesus is not just healing of the blind and all these things. So very wild things. How be there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread after that the Lord had given thanks. So now boats came from Tiberias. When we go to Israel, you see the sign Tiberias. It's right there. You see, where the, after that the Lord had given thanks. So they came there. Now, when the people there foresaw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, do you see, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum to seek for Jesus. So, this is a a miracle that they knew, many people knew that Jesus did not get in a boat. Yes. And now they were looking for Jesus. A lot of people are now looking for him. They wanted to make him a king by force. When they saw that, Charlie, money is in the control of Jesus. Finances is in the control of Jesus. Bread is in the control of Jesus. The water is in the control of Jesus. The power is in Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Then, in verse 25 and 26, he says, when they found him on the other side, they said unto him, Rabbi, when when did you come here? You were on the other side. When, when came us down here? Are you understanding Jesus a little better? Yes. Then Jesus answered them and said, you see, Jesus is not someone who wants cheap fans. And he's not after a lot of followers. If you want to, you, 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 we are nothing. That's the point. We are nothing. If you like, follow him. If you don't like, it's up to you. Yes. You will find out. And it's going to be expensive for you to find out. Now, he said, you seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you ate of the loaves and you were full. Yesterday you ate. It was coming out. Skoka Mojna. How much can you eat? What it? I think they have not been filled like that for a long time. 
Now, this type of Lebanese bread, it's not easy to be full. They eat for a long time. So, for these people to be full, there must have been a lot of bread. And also, by the way, the fish was supernaturally cooked. So, all of you who don't like cooking, pray for supernatural cooking power because Jesus was into supernatural cooking. And if you're already married to your wife and she's not into cooking, pray for the grace that Jesus had to fall on her. Are you watching? Now, Jesus said, no, 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 no. Go back. Jesus answered, you seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you ate and you were filled Verse 27, this is the commandment. And I want you to, this is the verse that I said we have to read the whole chapter to come to. Labor not. Labor not for the meat which perisheth. You have taken ships to come to me to look for bread. Ah! And he knew why they had come to church. They were not there because they were seeking God. They were looking for food. Free bread. Free food. I mean, if I fed 2,000 people with KFC, the next day and I'm here again, they will come 3,000. And I may be thinking that, oh, people have come to my crusade. No. But Jesus says, do not labor for meat which perisheth. In other words, don't labor for money. Don't labor for earthly. Don't use your life to labor for any money on this earth. But rather, labor or work hard for things that are eternal. Only eternal things should be while you are working. Labor for that which endureth unto everlasting life. Which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. Yes. So you see, when I tell you don't work for money, I'm summarizing this one. What does it mean? Oh, okay, maybe you explain it to me. What does it mean? Labor not for the meat that perisheth. Don't work for money. Yes. Now, I don't work for money. I work for the Lord. I don't work for money, but I have money. Because as you work for the Lord, he will provide for you more than you can provide when you labor for meat. Yes. Labor not for the meat with perishing. Don't, do not. I mean, do not. That is why I said do not. Do not. Do not. So I'm, I'm giving you your destiny. You see, that's why somebody some years ago, she had the, I don't know, whatever to say, look, when he gets up there, he starts saying, Pharaoh, we shouldn't work for Pharaoh. Don't be angry at the message. 
Just look at it honestly. When you have the wrong reason for what you are doing, that thing doesn't work. Even the successful iPhone, Facebook, and all those things, it was not for money. They were doing it for some other reason. I want to connect people in the world. Or I want to, you know, let the phone be easier to use or whatever. And it becomes millions and billions. And that's not their aim. And they don't even actually want all that money. They don't even need it. And they can't even use it. But usually all successful businesses are not aiming for money. So we want to connect the world. We want people to be able to see their old friends and so on on Facebook. Then it becomes billions. 26 years old, you are a billionaire. And the iPhone is so that the phone will be easier to use and you can do this and you can have this and you can play games and whatever. That is it. So, the aim of what you are doing affects the, 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 the capacity and extent to which it can even give you something. Yes. The less I labor for meat that perishes, the more I get meat that perishes. Yes. Why would I be standing here to re- releasing all this? Does it give me any? Not a dime. I give you the butter. That's, that's my work. Otherwise, I would release one today, then hold some, then release it in a way, launch it, make this t- ten thousand. Wait for some rich people to come. Then, okay, how want to give ten thousand? This and I mean, there are many things to do. It's true. The same thing you can do in different ways. Yes. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. But hey, look. This is a blessing God has given us. Have it. Enjoy it. Eat it. Drink it. Be blessed. Labor not for the meat that perisheth. So your vision for your life is changing. I'm changing your life's vision today. Yeah. You even choose your university not so that you get a high degree and you'll be this, but I want to choose this university so that I can be in that place and work for the Lord. That is when you even get the highest of everything. You. Where's the microphone? I sent you to where? Botswana. Botswana. You are, what are you, what is your job? I'm a medical doctor. My profession. And I sent you there to be rich? No, you sent me there to be a missionary there. Missionary. Wow. And when you arrived, did you, did you find a job suddenly? No, when I arrived, I had to write the exam to be able to practice and be able to stay in the country because you can't stay in the country if you are not working there. So I wrote the exam and um, we passed. We actually 30 something people who wrote the exam but only the two missionaries passed. Wow. So then we found jobs. You found a job? Yes. And um, I found a job. My other, my colleague also found a job. The other mission also found a job. What, what kind of job did you find? Um, I became an air ambulance doctor. A air flying doctor. Air ambulance. Flying doctor. 
You mean you were a doctor in a lolo plane? Yes. Actually, I, f- I first found a job in a clinic, but it wouldn't allow me to do the mission. So I didn't take that one. So you were flying doctors? You've flown to... Have you, so, you, so I fly, you fly to, to... Fly to everywhere in the country and outside the country. Wow. In the plane. So the plane was my office and my workplace, wow. the theater and everything. Wow. So... So you, you stayed in some of the nice places? Yes, usually um, sometimes we fly um, tourists. It's a high-level tourist who come into the country in the camp, the Okavango. Okavango. Okavango Delta. Delta. Yeah. Is it a good place for a honeymoon? It's a, it's a wonderful place. It's a five-star camp hotels in the, in the safaris. In the midst of the, the safari. midst of the animals, the wildlife. Wow. We have tents that are like five-star. They are five-star hotels. And that are tents? Star. Yeah, but it's, it's in tents. There's no red... Um, Connection, phone how, connection. How much does it cost to, to stay? They range from a thousand to about five thousand dollars a night. And have you slept in such a place? Yes. Yeah, so usually, when I go, I fly to go and see the people there, and have to assess whether they are, have to transport them to South Africa or they can be there and it's not um, life-threatening, whatever they're experiencing. Sometimes they may experience um, acid. They may think it's heart attack. When I assess them, I do the ECG and everything. I really know there's no heart attack. It's just gastritis, acid. And so you survive. So, but I have to stay there with them for about two days. And I'll have a room and all the treatment. So you stay in that five-star five hotel? Star or they, hotel. they give you the bus no, quarters? No, I, I have to stay in a room just like they are staying in. And very close to them. And have so all you'll be the ordering? I'll order. I'll do everything. I'll accompany them for the safari. You and go with them for the yes, safari? Because I have to be there and make sure. Yeah, okay. You have to be there to make sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you see now, he never planned to be staying in all these hotels. So. Father, I pray for five people to go for honeymoon in Okavango Delta. In Jesus' name. Sometimes you have Russian billionaires. You have what? Russian billionaires. Billionaires? Yes, who come and rent and take the whole safari with their family. For their family? family. Yes, a family of seven. They'll take the whole safari and they'll be there for three weeks or a month. They'll be there. Three weeks? Yes. With the family? The family. Billionaires? Billionaires. Russians. So you once caught somebody somebody who had been beaten by a crocodile? Yes. Um, They were... Shooting for, I think, um, Discovery National Discovery Channel. Channel. They were filming. Yes. And um, they were filming crocodiles. So a crocodile took him from the boat into the, um, the, the, the Okavango. He was actually taking him down and took the arm. So his other colleague took the paddle to just push them, drive the crocodile away. But he took the arm. And because of the swimsuit, the arm didn't come off. The swimsuit was holding the arm. Now to take him from the safari to South Africa. So you flew him? Flew him in the plane. So you were now flying to Johannesburg? Johannesburg, Lusaka, sometimes outside, sometimes accompany a patient to London. Yes. 
all that go to how did I send you to Botswana? Um, you, I was being prepared as a missionary to Brazil. Brazil? Yes. And when it was almost time, my wife was going on a Thursday. And on a Wednesday, Tuesday, you called that I should tell my wife that she's not going to Brazil again, but I should meet you in Nigeria. And there was Edda Crusade. I called you to come to come Nigeria. To, uh, yes, the Edda Crusade. And, but my plan has, your plan has changed. I'm no more going to... Brazil. I told you in, in Nigeria that your plan has changed. No, Ghana, you said the plan has changed. So I should come to Nigeria, Nigeria to, hear, to the news. hear the news. So I was thinking, I said, maybe because I'm a doctor, I'm I, going to work I, in... I told you that the, the place starts with B as well. It does not in Nigeria. Uh-huh. When I was coming, I thought maybe I was going to work in Healing Jesus Medical Team. Because I should come to the crusade. So I thought maybe the <laughs> medical team. So the second day of the crusade, said, when you are moving, I should move and follow you. We went to the house. And as we were talking, said, Patrick, I've changed the plan. You are no more going to um, um, Brazil. You're going to a place that starts with B. A, a, place, a, a country whose name begins with yes, B. Yes, a place. You said a place that starts place. with B. B. So I should guess. And I started guessing. I said, Boston, Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Boston, Birmingham. I don't know why I said Boston and Birmingham, but those were the two. I was quick. You just at chose Boston, Boston, and Birmingham, Brazil, and nowhere near Africa. So then I said, and he said, no, I'm going to Botswana, and I was shocked because I had classmates in medical school were from Botswana. They used to tell me that there are no human beings. We have more cows. One day come and visit us. One person can kill a cow. You know how to kill cows. You can visit. How can I go to Botswana? But um, you said I should quickly go. Otherwise, you change it. And you start mentioning Guinea and all that. <laughs> go quickly, eh? Go quickly. Hallelujah. So you see, he has seen so many things, but it is not his plan. His plan was, I'm going to go and work for the Lord. So you don't, we are not trying to make him have money. Your aim is to labor for something eternal. As you do that, God provides for you. And God has provided for him miraculously. I'm a rich prophet. Yes. Yeah. Compared to almost every doctor that I know, including those in America. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. So, labor not for money. Don't do things for money. I don't preach anywhere for money by the grace of God. No, 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 no. I don't like those. They may think that, that this is because of matter. I beg you. It's a dangerous aim. Yes. But it doesn't mean that God will not give you. He will. But the aim must not be for that. Just the aim is, I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. So I'm changing your future. Yes. 
So that you may be in a country, but the reason why you came to that country is not for money. It's for him you came there. And that's why you never complain whatever is there. Because you know what you are choosing. You are choosing for him. Isn't it? Beautiful. Thank you. So labor not to be rich. Amen.